Welcome to the Real Talk with Real Business Pro podcast, the podcast that empowers you to win at work, at home, and in life. Your hosts are the formidable duo of Todd Holland, an award-winning marketer, best-selling author, and serial entrepreneur, and yours truly, Jonathan Laudermilk, another best-selling author, globally recognized, successful business owner, and business coach. Together, we're going to bring you invaluable insights, inspiration, and real-world strategies from the world's leading business minds. Get ready to start winning in every area of your life. Let's start the show. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Real Business Pros. It's your boy, Jonathan Loudermilk, your host with the most. And as always, I've got my main man, my chief marketing officer and chief technology officer at that, Todd motherfucking Holland. By the way, I decided to add that new nickname for him on the fly today. So we're going to see if that sticks moving forward from this episode. Not sure how Todd feels about that, but we're going to see how it goes. But before we get into the episode today, we've got a really cool story that I want to share with you that you know, is hopefully going to create some mind shifts with you um, in a jam-packed episode of really talking about how to win not only in your business, but in your life. I need you to do me a solid. Now, if this is your first time checking this out, I just want you to relax, soak it in, maybe get yourself something nice to eat. You know, typically we drop these around lunchtime, you know, so you're probably getting a nice little lunch break in and kind of reinvesting in yourself. So you just relax and enjoy the show. But if this is your second episode, your third, your fourth, your fifth, your umpteenth, I need you to do us a solid. I need you to go ahead and subscribe, like, take a screenshot, tag us on social media. It really helps us get the message out there because we're on a mission to help our brothers and sisters who are business professionals create more freedom within their business so they can create more legacy for their lives. So with that being said, I'm going to kick it off to my main man, Todd, and let's get the show on the road. How are you today, sir? Man, I could not be better, Jonathan. Thanks so much for the intro. By the way, motherfucking is my middle name. It's biblical. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it, it's from Leviticus. I don't know if you... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That, that's actually on my birth certificate. <laughs> the doctor was very upset. I'll it just you. it just it just flowed right off the tongue, you know. It just, it just motherfucking Holland. It feels good when you say it, you know. Like, hey, if you're listening, I, I challenge you to say it right now out loud. Don't tell me you don't get a little bit of goosebumps when you say. It. Yeah, incidentally, if you do say it, say it next to your phone so my ads will hit you down yeah. the road, please. Also, That'd be ideal. Thank you also, so much. Also, if you say it three times in the mirror when it's dark, Todd will show up with a promo code and get you 20% off one of our products or services. <laughs> Just do it one at a time because I can't be in two places at once and then drive you. <laughs> no, this is going to be a great episode, man. Actually, we talked a little bit about that story you're going to be telling. I'm very excited for people to hear. Yeah, this. so so the theme of today's episode is how you do one thing is how you do everything. And this is something that is literally taking me if I'm being frank, decades to truly understand, you know, this is yeah. something that we hear a lot. It gets thrown out there all the time. Like, you know, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Right. But until you really walk through it enough to have an experience with it, you don't truly get it. Right. So 
I want to share with you a story that me and Todd were kind of talking about today. And I was like, wow, like that's a great example of how you do one thing is how you do everything. So a little bit about our culture here at Smart Shark is we do a lot of team building because we do everything online. Like, for example, Todd lives in California. I live in the greatest state in the nation, right? Texas, right? Which, you know, California is okay, Todd, but let's be honest. You know, Texas is clearly the best state out of all the states that will ever be states in the states of states. <laughs> no, no objection. I'm with you. Um, and then we've got team members all the way down in the Philippines, all the way to Tennessee. Now, so we're all over the place, right? So we don't have an office to, like, hang out and, and build that camaraderie and, you know, things like that. So we have to get creative with this. So fortunately, um, since I am a big gamer when it comes to things, like I love Xbox and PlayStation and, you know, that's kind of like what I like to do in my free time whenever I'm not, you know, helping with business and being a father and doing all the things. Um, it's been great because Todd and Joseph, um, who were part of my leadership team, like they're big gamers too. I was like, oh, this is great. So so we've instilled this uh, this culture with us where, you know, we play games probably about two or three times a week, you know, and we'll just we'll wink up at the end of the day and, you know, we'll pick a game that's like, you know, we want to kind of jive and hang out on. It's just a good way for us to decompress and kind of talk about the day and, and just spend more time with each other. Like I've actually gotten to know Todd a lot more playing games with him than just like, hey, we're just only going to talk when we're doing business stuff. Right. So so we're playing this video game. It's called Wild Hearts. And, you know, for my fellow gamers out there, it's pretty much like a Monster Hunter game. Like you go out there, you pick your character, like how you want to kill these big monstrous uh, monsters out there. Um, and then the goal is to harvest their body parts so you can make like more armor and weapons. And it's super addictive, like if you're into that stuff, right? So me, Todd, and Joe's are playing and, you know, we're kind of falling into like, okay, like how do we want to play this game? Like what roles are we going to play? right you know since it's a three-man squad and we're taking down these like titans of beast out there you know so so as we're playing this game and todd you can feel free to interject as we do this we kind of all fell into like different classes so my class is i'm up in your face and i'm just focusing on keeping the monster's attention on me like i'm doing as much damage as i possibly can floating around just doing all offense baby all offense right and then kind of and since i can kind of like fly around in the air in this game it allows me to see like the big picture right so i can kind of see like where everyone's at what's the monster trying to do so i'm like constantly communicating like hey guys we're doing this todd move over here hey joseph help out with this as i'm just trying to put as much pressure on this thing as possible uh joseph is going to be more of our builder right so in this game like you can build like structures and walls and uh, offensive things and defensive things so he naturally is like hey i'm going to build a bunch of cool stuff and i'll come in and uh you know attack the monster whenever i can right and todd's role is where he's more of the support guy you know he's got this boat and arrow for example so he's just like peppering him from afar and now, half the time he's having to pick up my dumb ass because I got too cocky and tried to hit the monster too many times. I'm like, ah, shit, I'm down. I'm like, Todd, I need you to pick me up again, buddy. <laughs> and he's like, you down again? I'm like, shut up, Todd. <laughs> just, just just, pick me up and don't tell Joseph. Joseph's like, I saw it. I'm like, fuck, Joseph saw it, right? <laughs> so we're going down this. And so I'm kind of up close. Todd's more range. And Joseph's like our builder and like support and that. So as we're going through this, we found this really good rhythm. We're like, we're just dominating in this game, 
right? We're just taking down anything that comes at us. And as me and Todd were talking today, Todd kind of pointed out, like, dude, it's kind of funny how, like, even in that game, we fall into the roles that we operate within our business. And I was like, how so? So Todd points out, like, well, Jonathan, like, you're focused on just offense, man, you know, which in our business, like I'm, I run the sales side, right. And I'm building out that side within our organization. He's like, yeah. And you're like calling out like the big picks from what we need to do. So like, that's like the CEO stuff that I'm doing. Right. And he goes and Joseph's about, here's our funnel builder. Here's our client of director of uh, funnels and client acquisitions. And, and, and he's out here building shit. Like go figure the funnel guy's going to go build funnels in the game. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> weird how that worked you know like so shocked um and he's like and then here i am like just doing long-range support and just making sure you guys get what you need and, and and kind of playing both sides like a little bit of offense a little bit of defense right and i was like man that's a really good point like we just naturally fell into that even though it's a different environment but it's the same roles that we do within our business, right? And it brings up a great point to really going into episode today of, you know, how you do one thing really is how you do everything. Yeah, 100%. And the beauty of that too is that it, it, no, it wasn't prompted, right? It's not like anybody said, hey, Todd, you're going to stay 10 feet back with the bow. Joseph, you're going to build stuff to support the team, what they're doing. Jonathan, you're going to get in there and, and do all the damage. That's just naturally where we fell into. And the fact that we have those roles within the organization, to me, says that we have the right roles in the organization. Because when given free range in a fantasy world full of monsters, you know, fatter than my uncle Farhad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> and uncle Farhad, if you learn how to use a computer, I applaud you. So I'm not worried about that today. Um, <laughs> my mom's gonna call me she's like look man <laughs> you gotta take it easy on on, on uncle farhad over here you know we that got man has it. had a hard life young man all right uh but it's 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 wonderful because it's like when you're in the right place right when you're doing the green zone stuff you'll naturally gravitate toward doing the green zone stuff in everything you do like uh you know in in my like in our marriages right not to each other but to our respective wives that's kind of how, you know, we are, we take those same roles. And it, it very much is that theme, like Jonathan was saying, of how we do a thing is how we do all things, right? Mm -hmm. How you do one thing is very much how you do everything. Well, I think it's interesting, Todd, you bring it up talking about home life, man. So like a little bit of a back, and I, I think I may have actually shared this with you, but de definitely haven't shared it on the podcast yet. Um how I really learned who, who who I am today, right? Which, you know, if you check out the last episode, I go super deep on core values. I'm not, if y'all get me going again, we're gonna have two episodes about core values. But as I really got in to develop like what those are and where those behaviors, it actually started with learning how to build my relationship with my wife, right? So as I was starting off as an entrepreneur and building business, you know, one of the biggest things I struggled with was like building that relationship and putting the same amount of intensity I was putting towards what I'm building, not only in my business, but building it within my marriage. Right. And, you know, me and Renee are coming up on, God bless it. I'm so bad, dude. Like, I don't remember the exact date and all this stuff, but I'm like, it's like 14 years, you know, I, I want to give or take, you know, she'll probably come back and be, wow. you know, it's been this long. I'm pretty sure it's 14 years, but 
as we've been together, like there's been definitely some challenges and, and some opportunities where we could have easily leaned out and gotten divorced and, and gone our own ways. And I truly believe, like, if you're not thinking about divorce at least a couple of times throughout your marriage, you're not marrying hard enough. <laughs> no, you need to marriage twice as hard. You need to marriage you need to harder. Get a fucking IKEA table and build that thing with your wife if you're not fighting enough. Dude, everything for real, right? <laughs> So like there's definitely been moments where it's like, I know she's thought about it. I've thought about it, but yet here we are. Right. And, and one of the things that I learned through that was, you know, finding out the things that she really wanted and needed. And the part of that was being present. Right. The other part was like making sure I'm doing the little things, which speaks her love language, which was like, Hey, Jonathan, I'd really appreciate it if you didn't fill up the trash and, and just try to let that thing grow till it was like worst case till you had to take it out. Cause you know, for, for her perception, she was like, Oh, you're just leaving it up there because you know, I'll take it out. I was like, no, right. I'm like, I'm going to maximize this. Cause I, I don't want to take it out because my brain isn't like, I got to take the trash out. My brain's like, what I got to do for this, this, and this within my business. Like I'm not thinking about that stuff. Right. So from her perception, it was, I was being inconsiderate or I was taking her for granted. It was quite the fucking opposite as we did this, right? So as we had that conversation and she realized like, oh, wow, that's just how Jonathan thinks. Like he doesn't think that way. We came up with the system so that we could stay within our own lanes. Like you said, stay in your greens. And I'm like, hey, honey, I'm stupid. You have to put things in writing and put it on a board and give me a routine and a schedule to follow. And I will knock out that shit, whatever you need. Because everything I'm doing is for you, honey, which is absolute truth, right? And I think a lot of us as providers and leaders are doing what we do to, to provide for our families at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So as we figured out that system and we figured out our lane, we're able to figure out, okay, what things make sense for me to do? What things make sense for you to do? And let us just stay within our lanes of what that is and understand what the other person is doing. And as I went through that process, Todd, the way I really started building consistency in my life was doing the things for my wife I said I would do when I said I would do it. And as I built that behavior out of my business in my marriage, my marriage obviously got a lot better. But right. you know what's really cool about that? That same behavior translated into my business. And that's when things started really taking off. And I didn't understand it at the time. I was like, oh, magic. Like, this is cool. Like, I guess the, the business gods have smiled upon me and I'm getting all these blessings, right? Or I'm getting lucky. There was no luck about it. No. I earned that and I tracked that. By how I was acting in one fashion, I was able to translate to another because how we do one thing is how we do everything. Yeah, man. It, and it's, it's interesting because it's hard to sustain incongruency right and, and for people who didn't go to too much fucking college like i did incongruency basically means when something doesn't line up with something else and so if and we see this all the time in in the marketing space and the guru space and all that where people you know espouse these values of like you know um contribution i'm gonna help people i'm, I'm i have integrity i have ownership basically all four core values that that we operate with smart shark and they'll, they'll say they have these values, but their marriage is falling apart. Or they right. say they have integrity, but they go and cheat on their wife. Right. Or they say they have ownership, but they don't like, you know, take care of their kid or they're not present for their kid. 
Um, and it's it's interesting because it's like it's with social media as a marketer, right? It's almost like you know, as a marketer, but really as a marketer, it's so easy to convince everybody what you want them to believe. In fact, it's almost like formulaic to do that. Mm-hmm. It's it's far more difficult to convince the people closest to you, like your wife, if you're not taking those actions. And it's even harder. And this is where that that not lining up comes into play. It's even harder to convince yourself that you're this thing. Because you can say, I have integrity, I have ownership, you know, I'm a good person, I care, I care about results. But if if you don't believe it, it'll track to everyone who's listening. Eventually, there's going to be a crack in the foundation. Well, here's what happens too, man, is if you're not operating with that attitude and mindset, how you do one thing, how you do everything, people can sense that. It's a vi- it's weird. It's a vibrational thing. It's just like something didn't feel right. Yeah. You know? And 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 people that have been at this game for a while, which is probably a lot of y'all listening, like your dream clients, dude, they're gonna be so sensitive to that and they're gonna smell you a mile away. If you're not congruent in both those areas, like prime example, you know, I see gurus all the time preaching about, you know, here's how you win in your marriage and here's how you win in relationship where I know for a fact their marriage is dog shit behind the scenes and they're just showing their highlight reel on social media. But all between those little highlight reels is nothing but bickering and fighting and very toxic behaviors within a relationship. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you can only fake it for so long. Until you truly lean in and go, okay, how are you representing yourself in your marriage? Is that truly how you're representing yourself in your business and vice versa? There's no, you can't fake it. Like you can't fake leadership at the end of the day. You either have it or you don't. Yeah. Faking leadership, faking anything like that. You know, it's exactly like you said, dude, it's vibrational. Like if, if what you're saying is contrived, Right. Which is like, oh, I'm just going to say something that I know will make me the most money or I'm going to say something that I know will get me the most followers. or the well, most. Things. what about this? The guys that be taking pictures of the girls with the titties hanging out and then acting like, oh, yeah, I treat my wife with respect and all this. And I'm like, you're out here treating your wife like a whore magnet. Right. Pretty much. Like, dude, I would never treat my wife that way. Like, that's for me. That ain't for that ain't for y'all. All due respect, you know my that's my treasure or my, my my treasure that I get. You know y'all don't get to see that part of my wife. That's what I get to see. Why would I why would I devalue her by putting that out there? That's why I bought her. Damn it! You think it's cheap to send people from the Ukraine? My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, man! I did a lot of work to earn the right to be able to to, to have that woman in my life. Why would I want to go ahead and, and and I get it? Like, yeah, you're gonna get clicks and you're gonna get people to go, oh, yeah, I want a wife with that 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 does that and acts this way. It's like, dude, you're not acting with honor. You're just right. using that to get people's attention. But it's like, dude, if you're willing to treat your wife that way, how are you treating your clients? Yeah. How are you yeah. treating your prospects? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, any of that, you know what I mean? And it, it, it's like having uh like saying something just to say it right or like buying a car not because it makes you happy but because you know that when people see that car they'll respect you differently it's backwards cart before the horse you know what i mean the way that you respect yourself and the family around you governs how comfortable your wife is around you governs how happy she is and how much she's willing to talk about it and you exactly like you said dude you'll find that those people in those relationships 
have the most toxicity behind closed doors right. because they know they have this pressure to be people they're not when the cameras roll. And right. so it's like just and that's one thing. It's like the mind naturally wants to do like water will flow to its lowest point. Right. Mm. We, we know that to be true. The mind mm. will try everything it can to be the way that it is. When you put a barrier in there, you know, she knows. And because there's going to be that disconnect there, anybody who actually meets you guys will know that it's like, well, this isn't, you know, it's kind of like a meet your heroes moment. Like this isn't the relationship I thought you guys had. Right. Yeah, man. And, and once again, it's just like, okay. And this way you just got to be honest with yourself. Like I had to be, I was like, man, I'm sucking as a husband right now. Sucking donkey dick right now at it. Not doing well at all. All right. What can I own on this to make sure I'm putting that same intensity and effort? And it's hard, right? You got all the stress of the world from the business side of everything that's going on. You've got yourself that you're dealing with, which God bless being in both our heads. You know, it's a tough conversation managing ourselves. Get me the <laughs> fuck out of that head is, is where I'm at at this point. Yeah. Right. Right. And then you got your family, wife, kids. Whatever, whoever else you're responsible for. But the key is, is once you really go, okay, if I can come up with this way to operate that I know leads to winning. And once again, I'm not saying that's our way. I'm saying you got to figure out what your way is. But when you can define what that is and apply that same filter and that same focus to every single category and show up with the same intensity, that's where the magic starts to happen. And when you start doing that, you'll actually start vibrating at a much higher level around people. And this is where people just go, hey, I can't explain it. It's just, I feel a certain way around you. And you create this magnetism around you. And this is where you can start attracting more team members that are high quality, great fits for your organization. You can start attracting dream clients that otherwise would never give you the time of day before. And it's so weird. It's the 1% difference, man. Like, and Todd, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because you've done a lot of personal development through your journey. We've had a lot of talks about that. But it's so hard to quantify. But it to me, it really is that 1% shift that makes all the difference. Like, you can go 99% and still not win. But mm -hmm. it's in that last 1% that really makes that shift to make everything start clicking together for you. But dude, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, man, I, I agree with you. That 1% difference is the only part that matters, right? Because if you look at this model where you got 99% of an action taken, but the result is not achieved, putting that 1% in pushes you to that result. What does that tell you about the other 99% of shit that you try to make important when really it was just an avoidance of doing the hard stuff, right? It's it's like, um, you know, not 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 to go off top, like as as a, as a marketing agent or like as a business owner, we want to do things like, oh, you know, I want to go create a website and I want to go run some ads and I want to go, you know, make a logo and make a banner. And it's like, uh, how are your sales? Like, are you helping people? Like, are people actually like, are you are are people reaching out? Just like, well, no, because I got to do this first. I got to do this. We got to do this first. It's backwards because just like in your family example, if you if if you if you fix the the lack of integrity, if you fix the lack of ownership, everything in business will flow. That 99% will take care of itself 
because that 1% was actually core mm -hmm. to the fundaments of being. And this is why, and, and again, not to go off on a tangent, but I, I fucking will. Um, <laughs> I find that core values are incredibly important to us in the organization as people, but I find this tendency for people to use core values to pick and choose mm -hmm. what elements of being a good person they want to do that day. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that because here's the thing. If, if your core values are something you stand by, and if standing by those core values, like people who make a core value like money, right? That's not that's not a core value. Like that's that's basically an admission that I'm willing to use people in, in exchange for, uh, you, you know, financial gain. Right. If your if your core values are just being chosen as something you wish you were or something you would rather do instead of like the hard work, those aren't core values. Those are fucking distractions. You need to recognize that shit. Right. And dude, great. So here's this funny story. I was coaching one of our clients, uh, Cody, uh, you know, we've been helping for the last couple months and I'm helping expand, expand his vision. Right. So I started talking about core values and he starts listing off some of them. Right. And he's in the early phases of this. So by the way, I mean, this with the utmost respect. It's not here to judge Cody. Like, cause I, when I first started, like I didn't know anything. We, we love Cody. Cody yeah. yeah. He's, he's on. Yep. So, but one of the core values he listed off to me was like, Hey, honesty. I was like, well, why honesty? He's like, dude, like, I just want people to like truly understand that. Like, dude, I'm straight up in what I'm doing. And, you know, and for me, I don't have any tolerance for people that, you know, just aren't straightforward and honest with people. I go, dude, I totally respect that. Let me ask you this though. If you meet someone for the first time and you have to tell them you're honest, what do you think their first thoughts are going to be? Right. Right. Probably right. that. This guy's right. this guy's selling cars to car dealerships. <laughs> right. I'm like, dude, that's one of those things. It's like, no shit. Yeah, you should be like, I should be able to assume you're honest. Right. You know what I mean? And so I I told him a story, and I remember this company that I worked at, and this was oh my god, like ten years. Fuck, I'm getting old. Ten years ago. Um, and this was a gym. It was a small mom and pop operation. And one of their core values and it was plastered on the wall was professionalism. Plastered on the wall. Now, I didn't know what core values were back then, but he's like, this is one of our core values. I'm like, okay, Fucking cool. Red flag. Jonathan. Oh, bro. As soon as I got in there and I got behind the scenes and I was like communicating with their back office, I was like, you guys are the most unprofessional motherfuckers I have ever worked with in my life. It was like straight up, like his mom was back there, like screaming at him and stuff <laughs> about like, God, she's like, God, God dang it, Bobby, where the fuck is he? Where's the last month's peeing out? I'm up there like, uh, this is awkward. Like, I'm going to go back downstairs and sell some training. <laughs> but it was so funny, like looking back at that, it's like he picked that because that was something that he, they wanted to be, but they weren't. Right. And, and once again, if you're a business owner and your pitches were professional, that comes implied. That's a basic it's standard. Like a Tinder profile. It's like a Tinder profile that says, like, I definitely didn't cause the disappearance of those three women in the 90s. You want to like, know what are you going to think? So like, this motherfucker caused the disappearance of three women in the 90s. Hey, what, what's your USP? We're not pieces of shit. <laughs> Ooh, right. Interested. DM me the deets. Like, like, get out of here. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. so what I'm what we're getting to is like your core values should be like non-negotiables for yourself. And you look at them in terms of like the behaviors that you live and die by. 
that are non-negotiables and look at behaviors that can create success. Like what are those create success? So going back to your, your core value that you point out with like some of these guys out here talking about, but like money's my core value. Right. Dude, like, first of all, you should never make money your core value because what you're saying is, is that, oh, yeah, I will do what, like, if it comes down to the people or money, I'm going to go with the money route. Now, they may dress it up and make it sound pretty in some other way, but at the end of the fucking day, that's the fucking truth. Because if I value money more than anything, what do you think my decisions are going to go through? All my decisions go based on what makes me money. Right. Versus what do I look at? It's like, hey, what behaviors create money? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. How about impact? How about creating a transformation? You know, I had to learn that in the fitness industry. If you take care of the pounds when it came to your clients, those dollars took care of themselves. Not very difficult to get someone to to buy 100 sessions with you if you just help them lose 20, 30 pounds within the time frame you committed to and they've had a great experience. It's kind of a no-brainer. Kind of like when I was dating my wife, I was so damn charming, Todd, and so sharp-witted and quite handsome, I might add, which, by the way, my my pronouns are handsome and charming. Um, that is what I expect you to refer to me as moving forward. Um, I'm so good at pronouns, bro. So I, so good, so good. Um, but I took my wife through this, or now wife, through this process. The natural conclusion was, hey, I'd like to be in an exclusive relationship with you. Hey, I would like to actually be your wife. Right. Because I focused on what are the things that created that traction. Same thing within your business. Right. What are you doing that actually creates the money that you're looking for? What are those behaviors? And once you do that, man, it's like taking the what what pill is in the Matrix, Todd, that like reveals the Matrix? Is it the red pill? The red pill, isn't it? Cialis. Fucking A, man. Well, you take Seattle's pill, and then, you can, <laughs> and then you can be free like Andrew Tate and out of the Matrix with everything. But that's kind of what happens when you when you lean into like, okay, how I do one thing is how I do everything. You apply core values to that, and you've got a winning formula that sets you apart from your competition. Most of your competition isn't even aware of this, much less willing to do the freaking work to actually living this out. If you want to really separate yourself, become better. Don't just speak out some cool words and put them up because they sound sexy or they sound fun or they sound like what they want to hear. You're just going to end up attracting people that aren't the right fits because at the end of the day, snakes always get found out. You know, and I love that. They do. You know, the an exercise for anybody listening right now, um, for the like 70,000 uh, listeners that we have, this is going to, this is preemptive. I'm assuming that we're going to get really big with this. So for the 70,000 people watching this thing right now, um, write your core values down and pay attention, have someone pay attention to how you behave around those core values being written down. I have them on my board here. You can't see it because I've got this thing blurred out and it looks like I'm sitting on the sun right now. It's like, this is, this is probably very bad for anyone catching the video recording. Um, but I, I look at our core values. I look at them every day. And this isn't meant to be like, you know, oh, you know, rah, rah bullshit, because it's the absence of that. I look at those and I get motivated. I get proud. I stand up taller when I look at those because those aren't things that I'm lacking. Those are things that I'm building. And that's mm-hmm. so important. Whereas Mr. Professionalism, that thing on the wall, when he sees that, he shies away. He doesn't look at that on the wall. He turns away. He looks, uh uh-huh, good, gets back to what he's doing, tries to push it out. It's the same thing that happens 
when on a sales call or a consult, we go into our core values. And if somebody is not operating within their own rule set, right, they'll end the call. They'll find a way to get away from us. They'll be like, I'm not interested in continuing the conversation because I'm comfortable now. I'll share this with you, man. Like coming from a heavy sales background of learning all the closing lines and the sharp angle close and the assumptive close and all, all the different closes of closes of closes. Um, dude, I suck at those now because I don't have to do them anymore. Yeah. And I don't have to do them anymore because I infuse our values into who I speak with and it either pulls them in or it pushes them away or I'm able to identify within them. Is there some alignment? Is there a red flag? You and I talk about it all the time. Like I've got like spidey sense with that shit now, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, and for the people that it makes sense with, it's the easiest conversation in the world. And think about attracting people into your life. And, and this is where we can get into family of origins, like who you're born with, but your family of choice is a decision of who you do your life with. When you start attracting these people, based on a vibrational level of how you do life through your values. And you're not just applying it in one area that you want. You're applying it in all the areas that matter, your faith, your family, your finance, and your fitness. You don't think that you're not going to start having some massive success in your life when you get a team of people around you that are in alignment with that very same thing. And you're all moving in the same direction. I'm willing to bet that you are. And I, you know what? I guarantee you will, if you're willing to do the work, not just to put pretty words on the wall, but to fucking become that person. Yep. 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 And if you're not there today, that's fine. Six months ago, I was not the same guy I am today. Working with Jonathan, I'm just going to say this right here. Shout you out, sir. Working with you has gotten me more integrous, has given me more ownership. And it's just because when you, when you believe and live by these values that you espouse, the people who are, are around you, your family of choice, people who are there because they want to be a part of what you're doing, they want to help it grow, they'll do one of two things. Uh, they'll weed themselves out very quickly because, you know, part of core values is accountability. When someone acts outside of those values, you have to hold them a, a little bit accountable. You don't have to go and like flog them or something, but you do have to be- like, Take hey, them man. to the whipping shed. Watch out! <laughs> you, just, you just hear the belt like i always think of like the wayne's brothers show if you remember that from back in the day remember remember their dad pappy like oh no pappy and he comes with the belt <laughs> yeah I, I get i get trauma i get like ptsd whenever i try to put a belt on for He's like yeah like, get over oh, here <laughs> like, get over here sean oh no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the, all that to say man is just being someone who who goes who goes by that way of living the people who are around you if they don't chase themselves off because they're uncomfortable and they're worried about being held accountable they get better is there can anyone on this and and write a comment if i'm wrong here by all means can anybody listening today honestly say that there's a better gift for someone you care about than helping them grow as a person to the person they were meant to become because i can't think of It's the best feeling in the world, man. And it's so funny. Like people want to skip the part where they got to do the work themselves and go straight to the, I want to help other people. Well, dude, you can't lead others if you don't first learn how to master leading yourself. Mm -hmm. But once you master leading yourself, like you're going to naturally attract people that are like, I want to be around that. All right, Mm -hmm. cool. Come along. And now you get to learn, like, how do I communicate this? How do I teach this? How do I best example exemplify this? 
But the really cool part, and this is the selfish part, Todd says, I appreciate everything you just said. Here's the selfish part for me. I become better because you're here. I've become better because Joseph is here. I've become better because Michael's here. I've become better because my wife is here. Because I've got eyes on me all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, as I, if I'm out here going, here's what we do and here's what we live by. And there's even a one degree off in some aspect. And once again, dude, we spend time in business. We spend time in life. Dude, it's going to slip. Like I'm constantly having to be like, I'm on point. So brother, you're helping me grow 10 times faster versus if I'm by myself, I don't have anyone to call me out. I'm actually can't even see what's going on. So when you can actually, you can get people around you that can spot check you that once again, you trust you guys are in alignment. Hey, here's what we're doing. It's like, Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. You're right. Cause dude, we're all human at the end of the day. I'm not saying be perfect, but set a standard for yourself. So then you can share that standard with others and start winning in every area of your life. 100%. Dude, this has probably been one of the better episodes that we've done just because how deep we went into this topic. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, man. We can go on for hours. So once again, y'all checking out this in the comments, like we'd love to hear your feedback. Like, you know, what are your core values? How did they become core values? Like, what's the story? You know, like for every single one of mine, I could do an episode telling you the whole story of why they became a core value. And more importantly, all the work I had to do to actually become that very thing. And by the way, I still do the work every single day. It's like exercise. You can't just work out once and be like, ah, I think I'm think I'm good. I think I don't need to do anymore. That'd be pretty sweet, though. That would be cool. That. I'd be like great. that. I'd, I'd go back into fitness industry. <laughs> I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I don't do it because I like it. I do it because it's, it's fucking necessary to, because look, and, and this is the analog to working out before we hop off here. This is the analog. If you want to enjoy the fruits of your labor, you have to have a healthy body to do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to enjoy the fruits of your labor, you have to have a healthy mind. How do you have a healthy mind? You rid it of fucking incongruency. You get that out of your way of being the, 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 the hypocrisy, whatever you want to call it, purge yourself of that and your mind will be clean. Right. And if your mind is clean and if your body is clean, that that's, that's, that's purity. That's what brings in the people that are like the right people. And it helps you enjoy the labor of all that work, the fruits of that labor it 10 times more because you're not, you know, and it, it goes back to what we talked about yesterday we had a group call with our smart marketing community and one of our uh one of our members beth was like yeah you know i'm I'm anxious a lot and i have a lot big to-do list and it's like well those are related heavily because if you if you want to enjoy something and you have stuff that you haven't finished yet all you can think about is that stuff and if you're not enjoying the work that you're actually doing for the world then all your mind is going to be on when you're when you're you know in in the trenches is going to be what you can do when you're done. And it's mm-hmm. like your mind is never present in that case. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that, that's that's my take on it. Man, that could be that, that that could be next episode. All right, let's do it. Yeah. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in. You know, we we enjoy showing up and doing this for you guys. Once again, let us know down in the comments your core values, how you got there, um, your your thoughts, your takeaways from how you do how you do one thing is how you do everything. And we will see you next week for another episode. Y'all take care now. Thanks again, guys.
And that's a wrap for this episode, The Real Talk with Real Business Pros. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of this journey with us. We hope today's episode inspired you to take your career, relationships, and personal life to new heights. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Until next time, keep on getting what you're worth. Yeah, yeah.